If the birds are waking you up at four in the morning, then yes, it's time to listen to episode number 64 of the Divorce Resource Guy podcast. It's about mindset again, people, again. Welcome to the Divorce Resource Guy podcast with Jason Lavoie, aka the Divorce Resource Guy, a former divorce attorney turned divorce coach, talking about all things divorce, including the good, bad, and the ugly from an attorney's point of view. Remember, you're not alone. And now your host, Jason Lavoy. Everybody, thank you for listening to yet another episode. I'm Jason Lavoy, aka the Divorce Resource Guy, and welcome to the Divorce Resource Guy podcast. So, yeah, it's springtime here, and I love it. Love the change of seasons. Makes you appreciate the the different seasons. You know, coming after a cold winter and getting to the nice weather. But the birds, you know, you want to open up the windows and get some nice fresh air throughout the night, right? But the birds, man, are waking me up at like four in the morning. And I'm done with that. I'm closing those windows right up, and they still come through the windows. So, anyway, I'm a little ornery today because I didn't get a great sleep last night. But I'm ready to rock and roll because we have a great guest. And yes, we are talking about mindset again, but this time we are focusing on wealth mindset. So, not sure what that is? Well, let me introduce you to my expert for today, Tierra Womack. Now, besides having an MBA, right, that, which is pretty impressive in and of itself, she's the founder of The Brave Way and Rebuild Expert, and she's a confidence and wealth coach helping female surf thrivers, see what I did there, surf thrivers, of narcissistic abuse rediscover themselves, find their purpose, and achieve financial freedom by learning how to turn their expertise and passion into profitable soul-based businesses. So let's talk about wealth mindset and why it should matter to you and your divorce. Tierra, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you. It is my pleasure to be here with you today. So thank you. No, absolutely. We're going to talk about something on today's show that I don't think I've ever covered specifically before. So I'm very excited to do that. And that's going to be wealth mindset. And um, that sounds it it just sounds good. Wealth mindset. I love the way that just rolls off the tongue. So before we get into that, though, tell everybody who might not be super familiar with you a little bit about yourself, your background and, and kind of how you got to this point in life. Yes. Well, my name again is Tiara Womack, and I am the founder of The Brave Way, which is a community for women who are female survivors, or I like to say survivors of narcissistic abuse. And um, in that subset, I do confidence and wealth coaching uh, for the rebuild. Like, yes, we've been in those types of narcissistic relationships. I've been blessed to be in two myself. Um, but like the steps after, you know, Taken. And I also am a mompreneur. Uh, about 16 years now, I have been in the entrepreneurial space and absolutely love it. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. there's something special about, you know, entrepreneurs, right? We all have this little, um, uh, yeah, this bond, right? We don't even have to know each other, but it's like this bond everybody has with each other. I love it too. It's a great community. Yes, um, yes. And I have to add, now it's so new, um, best-selling author, because just that's right. come out, yep, Living Life Goddess Power just came out last uh, two months. And um, yeah, bestseller day one. So really excited uh, about that. Oh, uh, well, you know what? Because it's it's of mind and I don't want to forget about it. Yeah. This, let's start off with that. Talk a little bit about the book. 
um, and, and what it's about and, and give everybody like a little taste if you can do that. Yeah. Well, um, living the book is titled Living Life God is Powered, and it was a collaboration between myself and 24 other amazing thought leaders, um, coaches, mentors from around the world. Um, and it's really our our principles that we live by in regards to stepping into our divine feminine power. And um, what I love about that particular project is that it encompasses academy that goes further into the book. Um, it encompasses all these other aspects of like practical tools and strategies that you can impart in your life, flipping through the chapter. So even though I may specialize in confidence and wealth coaching and, and have that specialty in narcissistic abuse, there were other women in the um, in that particular project that may focus on um, self-worth or, you know, just... Um, maybe divorce and empowerment and all these other aspects where you can read through and really align with various um, stories and, and again, get some strategies to just continue on um, being empowered in your life. So just a phenomenal, phenomenal project. And I'm, I'm so honored to have been a part of it. Yeah, that sounds so exciting. Yes, um, it was. How did you get it? Like, what was the the catalyst? Like, how did you get involved with that project? Um, just it was a, a group of women that I I know personally, um, a community of women and, and coaches, and um, we had one woman, Leanne McDonald. She wanted to put together a collaboration of of goddesses, of women just stepping into their own power. And so this was the first of many um, projects that we're working on. But I have another project that I'm speaking heading called Unchained Goddess that is a Black author uh, collaborative. Um, also, we have a Motherhood coming out, an entrepreneurial-based book, uh, a book for Indian um, thought leaders. I mean, the list goes on and on. It's it's really phenomenal awesome. what, what's that, being put together. Yeah. Yeah, no, that sounds really good. A lot of great stuff. Mm -hmm. D figure out something that I can get involved in. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Well, there actually is a project called You Are Worthy. So we can chat. We can chat. Yeah. Sounds like something I would tell myself every morning when I look at yes, her. Yes, as you should. <laughs> yeah. But um, stepping into your goddess power. Yes. That's right. You know, I'm not ashamed. I will step into my goddess power. Yeah, we that's actually right. have a male, uh, Scott. He's phenomenal. He's in our group. He's like, yeah. you know, I'm embodying all the power. Like, why not? Why not? That's, right. That's right. Share the wealth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Um, awesome. And I'm, I was just playing around. But yeah, no, I love it. I, I love everything that you're doing. Thank so you. now let's let's bring it down, unfortunately, because, we, we, you know, this is a, a divorce coaching podcast after all. But I do like to keep it light uh, and fluffy when we can. But, you know, people who are divorced and I know you focus on the rebuild after right. divorce. Right. Mm -hmm. Let what what is wealth mindset? Like, what does that mean to somebody who's never heard about it before? Well, what I found is that my clients, um, whether experiencing a divorce, been contemplating a relationship ending, they are always feeling the effects of like the financial constraints, you know, of that rebuild process, right? So we're going from maybe a, a two uh, person income in the household to one, I right. now have to rebuild, what does that look like? And there's so much worry, and so many limited beliefs that can come into play when you are thinking about the future, and what that can look you know, look like for yourself. And many of my clients are coming from um, households that may have been more high net worth, right? And so now they may not 
have been in the workforce, let's say for a number of years, or they have gone from corporate into an entrepreneurial space, and now they're extremely scared about what that could look like for them. And so um, it's just a matter of taking a look at cultivating a wealth mindset. And I always say, if you have to rebuild, why not rebuild massively, like in a successful mindset, right? An abundant mindset to say, well, what's the best that can happen as opposed to us going into survival mode and saying, what's the worst that can happen, right? Like where, where are all the ways that I can stumble along the way where me going through a divorce, I may not trust myself. I may not trust my decision-making. I may not trust others at this moment to maybe continue in a, a business um, sense with others. So it's all these different facets and saying, well, not only to cultivate external wealth for yourself, you know, uh, monetary and, and, and prosperity, but also inner wealth, the confidence, rebuilding yes. that self-worth and seeing what that looks like as well. Yes, absolutely. Go big or go home. Yes. And, and it's almost like the, um, you know, I almost analogize it to, and tell me if I'm just off base here, but you know, it's like your perspective changes everything, your mindset. Um, and it's true, you know, is the glass half empty or the glass half full? Yeah. And I say, you know what, pour your own damn glass. <laughs> you know, it's like, like so many times right. we're trying to figure that piece out and it's like, pour your own damn glass and, and make sure that you're filling up your cup. And so instead of thinking about how others impact your life, figure out the life that you are looking to create in this next level of your life and fill your own glass, fill your own glass with that self-worth and the confidence and being able to shift from limiting beliefs into empowering beliefs from a poverty mindset to a prosperity mindset, like filling your glass up with those things. Yeah. You know what? And, you know, as we're talking about this, like that imagery of filling your own glass, like comes, like I'm picturing it right now. And, and this is how I see it. And tell me if you agree or don't agree with this, but like, it's your marriage and your life, married life is, is a glass, one glass. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's either good, bad, probably a mix of both. You know, if you're getting divorced, it's probably all mixed up with crap in there, right? You wouldn't want to drink it. But you get divorced and you're talking about rebuilding your post-divorce life, you're getting a new glass, right? And, yeah. you, and you're filling it up with what you want. Yes, that is such a great analogy. You know, it's, it's, it's really what you just said. It's like taking what didn't work in the last chapter of your life, removing that from that cup, and then refilling it with what you, you think you want. Um, and just, you know, believing that you can have those resources and the types of relationships in your life that make you feel prosperous and wealthy in all aspects of your life. Yeah, awesome. Mm -hmm. Now, how can you give us like an example, you know, obviously without divulging any confidential information, but like an example of how you've worked with people, like specifics of like what you've done to get them from where they started working with you, like what point was that? And then the process of working them through to wherever they, you know, where, where does that end? I guess that's a good, a good another question. Like where does that process end with you or is, can it be just, you know, ongoing um, almost mm -hmm. like just a, a therapeutic uh, and, and maintenance type of a relationship after they meet some of their objectives. Like what, what does that process look like from when somebody first meets you and you start working with them to the end? Yeah. Okay. So most of my um, 
most of my clients, they are at a, a place in their life where they realize that they have been with a narcissist, right? Um, and so they're like, I'm either still in the household or still in that relationship, but I want to figure out how to get out. Um, so in, in the audience, so maybe just in a marriage and realizing like this is someone we're very high conflict. Um, or they come to me after they have recently divorced or recently gotten out of that relationship. And they're like, you know what? Now I'm ready to rebuild, but I don't even know the steps. I don't really trust myself anymore. I don't have the self-worth. I don't have the confidence. I'm confused as to what my next steps should look like or could look like. And so that's why it's so important for me working with um, my clients is just focusing on not only the that outer wealth, right? But that inner wealth, the confidence, the self-worth and those limiting beliefs and changing the money story because I always say when rebuilding, having money or having access to money helps. And there are oh, yeah. some people, you know what I mean? And, and there are some people who are like, well, money doesn't mean a lot to me. And I understand that. And, you know, people say money doesn't make you happy, but neither does being broke. And when you are rebuilding, right, Jason? I no, mean, listen, yeah, <laughs> I, you know, right. the, the, the uh, expression money doesn't buy happiness. No, but it buys neither more than broke. broke. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? It's like at least having access so that therefore um, for, you know, some of my clients, they aspire similar to me to be, you know, nine figure entrepreneurs. Um, and then you have others who are like, I just want to have an RV drive across the country and live my life. Like I never had an opportunity to do that before, but either way, even that RV is going to take gas. It's like just really being realistic about what that rebuild looks like. And at least being able to have access to funds. It just helps when you're rebuilding. I'm just going to be honest. I have not seen anybody come to me that was feeling fulfilled in rebuilding. Once we've gone through all of the internal, um, maintenance, right? Um, yeah. That internal residue that that divorce or that relationship may have left in their life. And then they're like, okay, now I'm ready to rebuild, but I don't have any money. I don't see them necessarily as happy or in that happy type of energy without having access to those funds. You know, absolutely. And I think the point that, we're, you know, we're kidding around, of course, on it, but the point we're trying to make is that it's not how much money you have. It's about having the money to do what you want to do that will exactly. make you happy, right? Yes. So if, if your dream after your divorce and your fresh start is driving in an RV, going cross country and kind of living that nomad lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Eat, pray, love. Right, exactly, right? So, mm -hmm. but, but right, how much is that going to cost you? That's all. Mm -hmm. and, and, make, and set yourself up for success so you can do that. Mm -hmm. Now, yeah. and that's all it's about. It's, it's figuring out what it is you want your post-divorce life to look like. Mm -hmm. And then while you're getting divorced, hopefully you have a strategy and the right team around you to help you take steps to, to achieve that to the best you can. And that's it. It's just having the support. Like I'm not any of the is. I'm not a therapist, psychologist, psychiatrist, but as a coach, I say, okay, listen, this is what worked for me. This is what has worked for my clients. Let's put together a roadmap. I'm very like formula oriented. So I'm like, let's do things step-by-step step that I know have worked in the past right. in regards to that rebuild. And then there is an aspect of the maintenance. It's like when you have 
you're kind of aligned in your life, things are flowing and you're feeling successful and you're feeling confident and worthy, then we can go into more like maintenance and scaling that um, into the next level. But I'm like, let's create a life that you're in love with. Like, what is that dream life that is so scary to think about that you're like, oh, I could never. That is what we need to look at for you because why not? Why not? If we have to rebuild anyway, let's get out of survival mode that so many of us are in, um, coming out of those relationships, and let's get into really thriving and being fulfilled and empowering ourselves and um, actually learning what that looks like. Because for me, I also found like there's a lot of buzzwords. Like I did it, I would hear empower yourself. I'm empowered. I'm like, what does that mean? What does that look like? How do I right. do that? What are the steps? And And all about this rebuilding and thriving, like tactical ways to actually do those things step by step yeah it's work yeah absolutely and it and it um you know i've been doing a lot of interviews lately and putting out a lot of podcasts having to do with mindset mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you know if you've been listening to me then you, you're probably sick of me saying this but it's true like in, you know a year ago um i if you said jason you know mindset's important and you know you really got to focus on that. I would have kind of looked at you with a little sideways, you know, like, you know, that's a little too foofy for me. Mindset. Right. Yeah. But hey, it's woo woo. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's too fancy for me, yes. but, but mm -hmm. no, it's true though. Like I have, I have come around um, and I do look at it differently. Now mindset is important. Um, and, and the power that comes along with that to create tangible results um, is, is so strong. And so that's why I'm into it now. Um, mm -hmm. You know, making sure that you have the right mindset, the right attitude, because when you're getting divorced, it is a fresh start mm -hmm. um, for both people, yeah. really. Right. Mm -hmm. But but like this is your chance. How often do you get a chance to really redefine yourself? Yes. And and that's the thing is like looking at like changing the perspective, right? As opposed to, oh my God, this happened to me. Like, no, this happened for you. This happened for me. This happened for us in regards to having that 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 second chance having that ability to rebuild and then not based off of the prior programming that we've had and and making others happy and pleasing and not living our passion and fulfilling our purpose but now seeking to find what that is so that we can live in that in our in our next chapter and i mean it is um, when you talk about wealth and you talk about that mindset um, for success, whatever that looks like and understanding that your picture of success and abundance and wealth and, and whatnot is not going to look the same, even happiness, it's not going to look the same as your neighbor or your friend or others and content with that. Oh, you can't compare and, yourself. No. Well, we say that, but I mean, we are all as humans, we're tribe mentality. So oh, it's we're natural, taught, yeah. you know what I mean? We're taught to compare. We're taught to like, oh, should I want that? Should I not want that? Because so-and-so does or society is saying one thing, but it's being so comfortable and aligned with what it is that you're pursuing. And having the mindset to stick with that through the imposter syndrome and the self sabotage and the self-doubt and all the things that naturally are going to come in out of that that fear and survival that our brain has been programmed for for tens of thousands of years it's like still sticking with it having the mindset and I know you mentioned that it's an important piece to me I say it's the the important piece like it is the piece because um, even other entrepreneurs that I coach, it's like when they're building their businesses, you can have the drive, you can have the hustle, you can have the determination, the discipline, the commitment and all those things. But um, even if you amass a certain 
number, you know, your freedom metric that you're looking to aspire to in your business or in your life, when you reach that, you may not have the or feel worthy of actually keeping. And that's when you'll see some of the relationships start to skew or the business is not doing as well. Are you losing some of your own financial um, stability because internally you don't even feel worthy enough to maintain it? So it's really a, a very yeah. fascinating thing to me. That money yeah, that, story. That, yeah. That, that is fascinating to me too, is that when people, you know, in everybody, in, in 90% of the, the public's opinion, you're, you know, extremely successful mm-hmm. and, you know, you should be living the dream, so to speak, mm-hmm. right? Internally, you, for whatever reason, you know, you don't feel that way or, or you feel like, you know, you almost kind of self-sabotage yourself. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that is, that is interesting psychology um, mm-hmm. doing that, but I'm all about living life, you know, with no regrets because, yes. uh, and that's that. so hard. And if you're going through a divorce, let's be honest, you probably have a lot of regrets. Mm-hmm. Um you know, just, just from the nature of being in a, a narcissistic relationship, you know, nobody wants to do that, right? Nobody gets married, hoping to get divorced. But um, so there's, and, you know, accountability is a big part of it. So there's regrets, but then now it's your chance to live a life with, you know, no more regrets. Um, you, know, you can't go back, but you move forward. Yeah. Or just being aware, you know, a fun exercise that I do with my clients is like making a list of all those things that you may regret or you feel blame or guilt or shame about, right, from your past and then figuring out what is the lesson in each of those things that you identify, whether it's 10 things, five things. And then um, one of my mentors says to actually shift it from um, this happened to me to this happened for me and just looking at like what that looks like line by line and become aware of when you are in the present moment thinking back to the past or thinking back to a moment of that shame blame guilt right and then just becoming happy that you even caught the thought or whatever that looks like in your life how it's showing up in your life and then making a a conscious effort to to shift it and um I've seen a lot of breakthroughs, even with that simple exercise. Yeah, that, that sounds eerily similar to to something I also do with my clients, mm-hmm. and, and I, I just call it like like the what if exercise, yes. where you on you take a pad and pen and, and you make two columns, and one side you just say, what if you know I, you know, reacted differently, you know, when he did whatever, you know, was manipulating me. Um, what if I, I didn't send that text, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. you know, but, and that exercise from my experience helps you clear your head. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and there's something about, and tell me if you agree with this, there's something about no matter what you're doing and no matter what the exercise is, but putting your pen to paper, the thought, Mm -hmm. putting a thought in your head and writing it on paper and then either saying it out loud or just even sometimes visualizing it on the paper, it just makes you think about it differently. And I, I can't yes. explain the science behind it. Maybe mm-hmm. there is no science behind it, but it's just like a psych- psychological thing. Like it just, rather than just sitting there and thinking about things, mm-hmm. when you when you write it down, there's like a different connection that's made. It is. It is energetic. It is science, actually, because you are taking that thought and putting it in 
form. So it's something that you can see. And I, um, you know, going along the lines of what you just said, I believe that um, it causes you to pause. So if you are so caught up in a moment and you're thinking about that text or, you know, those examples you just gave and you are writing this out, you have to slow down to kind of get that out and think it through enough to write it down. And so that may just give you that little glimpse of a pause enough for you to reevaluate what's going on. Yeah, that's a great way to explain that. I love that exercise. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Awesome. We're doing the same thing. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Um. Yeah, hell. Yeah. Um, So, all right, we got a couple more minutes left here. um, And I could probably talk with you for hours on this. But what what would be your biggest two or three tips to give people, you know, how how to either create a wealth mindset or or work through um, some difficulty when they when they're coming out of a narcissistic divorce? Mm -hmm. I would say, number one is to take a look at what your story is for your life. That can include your money story um, or just your life in general. Like what has been the story so far that you have told yourself, right, about how you handle relationships, how you handle money, looking at those aspects and then envisioning a future version of yourself that is living a life that you currently would be in love with. And trying to go through the same thought process of, okay, so what are some of their thought processes around their money story, their relationship story at that time and see where that gap is. Um, Because again, I I really do believe that awareness of our belief system, of our thought process, of our story is so important in rebuilding. And also just um, giving yourself I would say being gentle enough with yourself to not beat yourself up about the past, right? A lot of times um, my clients and myself included, when you realize that you are dealing with someone and the relationship is contentious um, or you've gone through that divorce and you're looking at the, the next steps, it's to really beat yourself up about decisions that you've made. Yes. And so just going through that process of saying no, you know, again, changing that perception. And I really, I kind of go back to that exercise I just discussed and seeing what was I supposed to learn in those moments and those relationships and that marriage that I now can use moving on to my next level. Because yeah. everything happens for a reason, understanding that although it's painful, although it may have been, you know, extremely traumatic in regards to going through those, um, those divorces, that ultimately, it's going to be some good that comes out of that. Yeah, absolutely. No matter how bad the relationship mm-hmm. uh, or how bad the divorce was, too, mm-hmm. um, there's always lessons to be learned Um so you don't wait, we don't want to repeat the same mistakes, number one, yep. but then you also want to grow. Um, and then so you can prosper later. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. and continue to have thriving relationships in the future. So it's like if nothing else, you know what you don't want. Right. Like you can identify the things that you don't want in a relationship. I, I hope you don't want marriage. the same type of relationship. Right. right. So and, and that's a whole nother podcast. Yes. Uh, that's a whole nother episode of talking about the things that we don't want, but the things that we're still attracting because of our our programming. But um, but yeah, it's like a, at the very least, if you can't think of one good lesson from that marriage or that part of your life, it's like at least, you now know what you don't want. 
because of you can, I'm sure if you still have some emotional attachment to that period in your life or that marriage or relationship, then you can pick out a list of things that you didn't like. Sure. And there, oh, it's very clear. Yeah, no, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love it. And, and the moral of the story, I think, and this is a, maybe a, hopefully a good way to sum, up, sum it up for today. Um, and I say it over and over again, but it, I, I think it rings true. Tell me, Tiara, if you agree with me on this. You gotta, you just, there's no way, there's no shortcuts. You gotta put in the work. Um, you know, this stuff isn't gonna happen overnight for you. Um, you know, create, creating the right mindset um, takes some time you know, but you got to give yourself that time and and you got to put in the work. Ah, I love that. Give yourself some time. It is not going to happen overnight. I love that, Jason. Get a damn new glass. Yeah. And get and pour your own glass. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yes. But yeah, give yourself um, some compassion. You know, you you've gone through a divorce. Um, You're human. You're not a machine. Right. Give yourself. You're human. Um, You know, all the you're going to feel all the feels. So it's like just give yourself compassion and um, time. And, and just a little bit every day will build momentum in regards to that rebuild. Yes. Small steps will get you where you need to go. That's right. Oh, I love it. All right. We're ending on that high note because uh, we can't do better than that. I don't think now, before we go though, tell everybody who might be interested in working with you, where can they find you and what can they do? Yes. So um, my website is www.thebravewaytribe.com. I also am on all social media platforms under The Brave Way. And I actually um, have an accelerator coming up next week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So more information is on my website, but it dives a little bit deeper into these aspects of rediscovering your passion, your purpose, and ultimately implementing a profit mindset. So So when you say Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, what are those dates? Because this is coming out. uh, I'm going to make sure this comes out next week. And so people can maybe get in on this. Yes. So it is a Wednesday, the 31st, April 1st, April 2nd. Perfect. And, um, and yeah, so all the information will be on my website. All right, guys and gals, check it out. Um, Tierra is here to help you just like I'm here to help you. And a whole a bunch of other professionals are available to help you. So help is available. You just got to reach out and grab it. Tierra, thank you so much, man. This was oh, so Thank fun. you. Yes. We're going to have to do this again and talk about that whole other issue. That could be a series. Yes. (laughs) Right. I would love to. All right. One more time for the books. Let's all say it together. Pour your own damn glass. All right. I I love saying that, right? It just rolls off the tongue. Makes you feel a little little better about yourself um, if you are feeling down. So there you have it. I hope you enjoyed that episode and got something out of it um, and was entertained a little bit along the way too. Now, if you are looking for some personal divorce coaching for your divorce, please come to my website, jasonlavoy.com. Check out my divorce coaching uh, products. I have a group monthly membership community and I also do one-on-one coaching to take deep dives and help you move forward and if you haven't already subscribe to the podcast and you will get all new episodes when they come out so there you have it folks in the meantime all i'm going to ask you to do is be strong act confident and stay positive i'm jason lavoy aka the divorce resource guy and i'll be seeing you real soon